welcome to another episode of Motivated Mondays with Chantel. Hello, hello. So today I want to talk about a topic that I've kind of danced around before, I feel like, but I've never fully addressed it straight on. So the generalized topic today is why stress the how when you know the why. Um, it is the last week of Mental Health Awareness Month, so I figured we go out with a bang and really focused on how strong your mental can be and um, the very uh, important role that it plays in how you maneuver in life and how your success is completely dependent upon the way you think. <clears throat> so just to give you a little backstory, this past Saturday morning, I had a meltdown, even though I have had a very successful week. Um, I launched my book or I, re- I released my book on Monday of last week and I couldn't be happier. It has been doing wonders Uh, people have been buying this book all over the place like there's copies going to Somalia there's copies going to London there's copies going to Canada Um, you know all up and down the east coast you know I've been getting uh, messages and and texts and calls saying hey I got my book you know I I, Cheddar Grits is here and (laughs) that's the name of it Cheddar Grits uh, by Chantel Miller, and it can be found on Amazon, and I'm really excited about it because it's just very humbling to know that something that I worked on and put a lot of effort into, people saw the value in it, and they wanted to be a part of my world. Um, you know, it's essentially like my diary uh, in published form, and I'm I'm more than happy to know that people are are reading it and and enjoying it and that's always amazing and I'm 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 very excited about that. So that being said, despite getting all these lovely messages and and seeing my book as the number one release um and seeing it, you know, perform so well, I still had a meltdown Saturday morning. And the reason I had this meltdown is 100% because I allowed my thoughts to get the best of me. Um, I was anxious and I couldn't turn it off. I wasn't panicking or anything, but I was in a state of trying to figure out everything when the truth is everything can't be figured out at one time. Sometimes you just have to sit back and let the the cookie crumble. <laughs> let the let the pieces fall where they may. And um I just I was just in a place where I knew that there were some things out of my control, but I still wanted to kind of be able to have some control and I just didn't have any. And I just felt horrible and I um this past weekend was my family reunion on my father's side and I decided not to go um, because honestly, 
you know, there were several factors contributing as to why, but the main reason was whenever you're in a place like that, when you start to feel like that, you don't want to be around a lot of people, especially knowing that I had just like released this book and I knew they were going to all be trying to talk to me, all asking me all these questions. And I just wasn't in uh, the headspace to do that. Um, so when you allow these thoughts to really take control, it is really easy to fall from the highest mountain peak and into the lowest valley. And then suddenly it's extremely hard to get out. You're scratching, you're clawing, but it's, you can't seem to get out. It's like you're crawling out of quicksand. Um, now, I did not seep into depression because what I did was I sat down I looked over the goals that I currently have and I made the decision that I'm not going to allow this to get the best of me. I have to focus on my why and I have to focus on where I'm going and have um, complete and utter faith that everything is going to work out. You know, no matter what it may look like at this current moment, I know for a fact that I'm going to be fine. Um, so that is how I overcame that feeling. You know, I, I won't say that I threw myself into my work, but essentially I did. I, I threw myself into my goals. And even though I might not be, um, 100% sure that everything is going to be fine, I feel like with the law of attraction or with religion or however, whatever you want to think about, however you want to think about it you get little clues from the universe or from God and they are there to remind you to stay the course and not to, to fear, have no fear, never doubt and continue straight forward on the path. Um, so a quick question of the day or for the week rather is when negative thoughts move in, what do you do in order to push them out? Um, my answer is that I focus extra hard on what I know is already mine and what is current, what is coming. I have to prepare myself for what's coming because I know that I function at a level of excellence and I'm a perfectionist. And, you know, if I see that there's a mistake about something, I will literally completely remove the entire project. Um, I will start over or I will do everything I can to modify it and then release it again to the public. Um, I am very, very hard on myself in that sense. But at the same time, if I'm going to deliver something to the world, I need to do it the best way that I can. Uh, so that being said, I don't mind... Um, having these anxious thoughts because they kind of, they kind of are like reminders to, to be calm and to remember that what is for me is already mine. Like whatever it is that I want in this world is mine already. I just got to go claim it. So all that being said, let's talk about the law of attraction, shall we? I'm going to tell you guys a story about a specific moment in my life when the law of attraction showed all the way up, okay? 
And a lot of times when people think about law of attraction, it's usually in regards to money for some reason. I'm not sure why. When I think about law of attraction, I'm definitely thinking about opportunities and uh, having opportunities you know, presented to me that will allow for further growth and networking and just even more opportunities down the road. I, I, I try my best to manifest getting in line with certain people so that, Hey, so that things can pop off and things can get down and start to happen. Okay. But I will tell you a law of attraction story about money because those are the ones that people really want to hear. <laughs> but I'll tell you one about uh, being in alignment and getting opportunities as well, if I have enough time. So in 2012, I had the best and worst year ever. <laughs> it starts out with the worst. So I came back to school. I had taken a semester off. Um, it was completely a mental break. Um, I might not have told people that, but it's essentially what it was. I took time off to collect myself mentally and I went back to school and there was like everything was fine except for my financial aid for some odd reason it was not picking up on the fact that I was currently enrolled and they were trying to essentially tell me that I had to pay seven thousand dollars out of pocket so I was like man that's crazy I can't like I can't give you guys seven thousand dollars and although I'm not from, you know, I'm not rich. I don't come from this extremely wealthy background. My parents are very okay financially, but they could not just pull 7000 out of pocket. I, you know, I have siblings and stuff. Like, that's not going to just happen. Um, now, I could have gotten a loan or something like that, but I really didn't want my parents to take out a loan just so I could go to school whenever... I was supposed to have financial aid anyway. So we tried to figure it out, tried to figure it out. Wasn't, and nothing was really coming together. I didn't really understand what was happening. And so I got to this point after several days of trying to figure it out where I just said, okay, I let go. Like I give up. I'm not going to continue to, to worry about this. I just have to let it go. And I did that. I I went to class. I got dinner. I was completely minding my business. And the next morning, I got this email from the vice chancellor. And she was saying that I had a meeting set up with the director of financial aid. I thought that was the most strange thing ever. But, of course, I was going to go to this meeting. I'd be crazy to pass it up. So I go to the meeting and I'm, you know, whenever you've been fighting so hard for something that you just get distraught, (laughs) I looked, it showed all over my face. I was just tired. I was completely drained. Um, And I went into her office and she said, Chantel, what's going on? And I said, I really honestly don't know. Like, I just would really like some answers. (laughs) And she pulled up my account and she said, well, I think there was just a glitch in the system. She literally pressed one button. Um, And before we even get there, like, I won't say that I got emotional, but I was definitely at this place where I was just about to give up. And I said, you know, I don't know. I said, "I, I just, I don't know what happened. I was like, I can't figure it out. 
And in my head, I started thinking like, maybe I shouldn't even be here. And it was like, she read my mind and she was just like, if you weren't smart enough to be here, you wouldn't be here. You would have never gotten in here in the first place. And so she literally hit one button and my financial aid was there. And it was just the most bizarre thing ever. So I went to class, um, you know, throughout the week. Now, I will say after battling with that for a week or two, um, I just felt really exhausted. And it was just like, well, now I have to refocus and get all my energy together to focus on school. So when you're like 19, 20, that's hard to do. (laughs) It's not the same. Obviously, now, you know, you've gone through more things in life and you can well, I won't say all of you, but for me, I have gone through more things in life and I understand that, okay, you know, that's not the worst thing that can happen. It'll all work out type thing. But at the time when you're like 19 or 20, it feels like the end of the world. Okay. So I, you know, collected my thoughts as best I could, went on, started my semester or, well, the semester had already started and went on, you know, with my life. Well, about maybe two weeks after the semester started, I started seeing this commercial for this award. I didn't really think anything of it. I rarely watch that channel. I don't even watch that channel now. And I kept seeing it. I kept seeing it. It was like every single time I would turn the TV on, this commercial would be on. Not even on the channel that it was for. And I said, oh, well, that's kind of that's kind of interesting. So I finally broke it down and I decided I was going to look it up. So I get on the the website, I'm reading about it. I said, oh, that's a really interesting thing. You know, I really like it. Um, I think that I'm worthy of that. You know, that seems like something that I would be good at. Now, pause, let's back up. When I was trying to figure out how I was going to obtain $7,000, I literally said out loud, I just need $7,000. How can I get it? Now, let's go back to the story. So this grant was for $5,000, not seven, but it doesn't matter. I wasn't thinking about the seven anymore. I had my financial aid. Everything was okay. I look at the award. I don't think anything of it. I'm just like, oh, that would be really neat. You know, at the time I was already working on a project. And if you know anything about trying to help somebody when you are in a low place, trust me, it's hard. It's, it's hard trying to, to encourage and uplift whenever you need that yourself. Um, but I felt like at the time, the person that I was trying to help needed it more than me because my situation might not be perfect, but it was easier to fix than hers. So again, I don't, I, like I said, I looked at the award. It was like, beginning of February. I don't think anything else of it. I go on about life. Literally don't think anything about. I don't like think about it ever again. And then late April, I was getting ready to go to this review session for one of my finals. And right as I'm walking out of the room, I get this phone call from this unknown number. I'm just like, who is I don't I don't answer those. Who is that? Well I decide to answer it. So I get on the phone and they tell me it's NBC. I'm like, NBC who? Like the local news <laughs> or NBC like New York, you know. 
So they tell me this NBC Universal, and I'm like, oh, the big one. <laughs> and I'm I'm not I'm still not connecting the dots. I'm still not thinking, oh, they're calling to tell me about this award. I haven't thought anything about that award. <clears throat> so <clears throat> they tell me basically that they've sifted through all of these contenders and that I am now a finalist. First of all, I'm clueless as to how I even got in the competition. Secondly, what? <laughs> I'm a finalist across the nation. You guys found me interesting enough to make me a finalist? That's crazy. <laughs> so then, you know, they just wanted to get some information about me. Nothing crazy. Like, they just wanted to learn more about me as a person. So I said, oh, wow, like, this is really happening. This is really legitimate. I don't think anything like after I get off the phone, I go to my review session with a whole new pep in my step. I'm happy. NBC just called me like I'm a regular person, you know, and you're out here calling me like, how did you even get my number? <laughs> well, I had to focus on finals. So what I did was, again, forgot about it, put it to the back of my mind, didn't it didn't cross my mind anymore. And I would say it was the weekend before. Well, it was the weekend right before Mother's Day or Mother's Day weekend. And they called me. I was actually visiting my father. And they said, hey, you know, we just called to let you know that you're one of the winners. Because there was like 10 winners across the, the nation. Um, and I was one of the 10 winners and I said, Oh no, you're joking with me because at this point, the woman and I had been corresponding through email and talking on the phone and all this kind of stuff. So she, we were kind of like on a comfortable basis. So I was just like, no. <laughs> and she said, yes. And I said, no. <laughs> and so it was just the most surreal feeling ever. And I remember running outside and telling my dad and all that. And he was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So that was that. So on comes, uh, well, in comes the photo shoot. In comes um, the press release. In comes the award ceremony. And this, all this stuff doesn't happen like click, click, boom. You know, it's. Literally, like, I saw the, the competition was going, or the the entry time was, like, February or something like that. I don't remember the entire time. Like I said, I didn't see the commercial that often. But I remember <clears throat> the initial call was late April. The actual call to tell me that I won was mid-May. Mid uh, the award ceremony took place much later. The, the, for the photo session... Um, took place in June. Uh, the press release took place in July-ish, I want to say. Um, my award ceremony didn't take place until October, and I didn't receive my actual grant until late November, almost December. So this took like a year. <laughs> and what makes this so great is that when they sent my actual check, um, it was not for the amount specified for the grant. It was more. 
And the reasoning was because I was a single person. I wasn't like a nonprofit organization or anything like that. They wanted to be sure that I was going to be covered tax wise. And, you know, if there was any additional leftover, I was not required to pay it. It was just, that's what they were granting me. So that being said, that check, if you remember at the beginning of the year, I said, I need $7,000. So that check was for $7,000. It was the most surreal thing ever. It's kind of like when you watch those Peter Popoff things late at night and the, you know, the people are like, I, I needed X amount of dollars. And well, lo and behold, there was a check in the mail for this much. And, you know, Peter said I was going to be okay. And I am, (laughs) Well, that's kind of the feeling that I had. It was just the strangest thing, just opening that check and seeing more than what was supposed to be there. Um, And of course, they had an explanation for it, but it still was like, whoa. And I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't connect the law of attraction dots at the time. It's not a coincidence. There's nothing coincidental about this. But later on, a few years later, I said, whoa. I asked for that and I received that. Can you believe that? So that's my story. And I just want to reflect on how your thoughts truly do steer your path. And um, I think that it's kind of fascinating because when I was having, I had this meltdown and I decided, no, I'm not going to get caught in this you know, on Saturday, I, I got caught up in that moment for a moment, but I was, I decided I wasn't going to stay in that moment. And what I did was I went online and I checked some things, uh, regarding my book. Um, and I saw that it was back up to number one release or number one new release. And I said, Oh, well, that's, that's always great. That's always reaffirming and all that good stuff. And so then the next thing I saw, uh, I went and checked my emails and I had an email from the publishing, the publishers, and they let me know about this competition. And uh, I was like, hmm. So I read it and the competition itself is based in the United Kingdom. However, it is open to people around the world. Um, and I thought it was ironic because they were like, oh, you know, you just published in May and the competition started May the 1st and it's through August of this year. And if you would like to enter, you are more than welcome to. Um, and they just couldn't stress enough how it's open to any genre, uh, as long as it was published in English. And I just felt this overwhelming feeling because I was literally just stressed out and I went to check on my book and then here's this email regarding my book and I just feel like the universe sends you little nuggets now whether I win or you know if I should enter and if I should win that's one thing if I don't win okay but I still feel like the universe sends you little nuggets to go by um I I see a lot of repeating numbers a lot Um, I hear a lot of specific law of attraction terminology a lot. Um, I was on Facebook last night and one of my friends tagged me in this post. This guy wrote a children's book 
and he was saying that he was on his way to the gym and he sees this little girl clutching, you know, the book that he wrote and it blew his mind because I guess, I guess he didn't think that it was out there like that, but it was. And he went up to the woman, the girl's mother and said, Oh my goodness, where did you get that book? You know, that's, that's my book. And she said, no, like that's my baby's book. (laughs) And he said, no, I wrote it. He said, I just want to know where you got it from. He said, this is a really exciting moment. And so the woman didn't believe that he wrote it because he didn't really look like a children's book author, you know, um, would really look, I guess. But what's the look of an author? You know, you never know. Uh, But my friend tagged me in that and he actually commented to me, you know, he was just like, Chantel, do it now. You already have everything you need. And I was like, this man doesn't even know me, but he's right. (laughs) So, like I said, I just think that the universe sends you little nuggets all the time. And I try my very best to pay attention to those signals. Um, I try to think about, I try to focus on positive things. And I definitely try to monitor my thoughts. So whenever I do get one of these little signals, I'm like, okay, I see you. I'm not going to worry. I promise. I'm sorry that I even started doing that. Um, so manifestation in itself, uh, if you know anything about it, it's just purely you putting out those thoughts into the world and the universe and trusting that they will show up. Um, I believe that I have been actively manifesting for a while, whether I knew it or not. Uh, one of the greatest manifestation stories I could tell you, I just told you one of them. But the other was I sat back um, last year, probably around mm, November, and I said, I really want to get on the stage, but I don't want to just get on the stage. I want to spread my message to a lot of people and not just a lot. I want to spread my message to uh, a dignified group. I want these people to really absorb what I have to say. And I want it to be specifically for my people. And, uh... A few months later, I got a call from CIAA um, based in Charlotte, and they let me know that they had seen my poem, that they, the person who actually saw my poem, she was just a moderator for the panel, and she's just one of um, CIAA's consultants, and she doesn't even live in North Carolina. She lives in Brooklyn, New York. The most ironic part about that. I had just gone to Brooklyn, New York. Now, <laughs> I had just been there. I have been there for about mm, just a weekend, but I was there in December and she called me in January and I said, wow, that is wow. So think about it like this. November, I said I wanted to get on the stage again and not just any stage. I really wanted to make my presence felt in the black community. December, I go to New York. January, the consultant from New York that just so happens to work for CIAA here in North Carolina calls me. She saw my poem on YouTube. She wants me at CIAA 2019 basketball tournament. I went, I spoke, I met some amazing people. Um, Manifestation is very, very real. And if you believe it, trust me, it is all for you. 
Um, one of my favorite speakers, one of, one of, well, Hill Harper, he says manifest your destiny all the time. And I couldn't agree more. He came to East Carolina University uh, a few years back and he literally said manifest your destiny. He gave a whole speech and I have been applying that every day ever since. Um, <clears throat> when I manifest things, sometimes I don't notice that I have manifested them, but when I do, I'm always really thankful that I'm able to realize the power of my thoughts and that I want what I want is not just something that I want. I, this is a tricky statement that I told my friend the other day. I said, what if the things that we ask for aren't really things that we're asking for. Maybe we only asked for them because it was already meant for us anyway. So these things that are already ours, the only reason we ask for them is because they are they were already ours. They they were meant to be ours anyway. And she said, it's how law of attraction works, man. So I've been completely focused on my why and finding comfort in knowing that I'm walking in my purpose. And if you needed any more confirmation, a few years ago, I shared a post on social media by the author Paulo Coelho, and he said, fight for your dreams and your dreams will fight for you. And I was just having a moment of doubt, and I just happened to get on Facebook, and the memory popped up, and it said, on this day, you said, fight for your dreams and your dreams will fight for you. Thanks for listening.